We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Even as we stand, as we occupy this place, as we have come this morning, it is all by your grace. The devil may have desired to end us before we even set our foot in this place, but we thank you that even today, your plan, oh God, your counsel, will prevail and is prevailing for us to sit and be gathered in this place of God is one of the early miracles that you are giving us today. And we give you praise and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord as, as I'm here as well. Special greetings to you. Um, I, I came to this ministry in 2007. And uh, uh, it happened that in 2012, you assigned me to lead the campus in Tembisa. But I can tell this congregation as they are gathered here, Ogotinino Mama, you have made me not only to feel, but to perceive that I'm received as a son in this ministry. You receive me, you receive my ministry, you have guided me all the way, you have loved us with my family, and we thank God for that. Hallelujah. As we stand this morning, we are not ashamed to be called your, 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 your children and your sons. Uh, we have heard things about what people will say, uh, uh, the, the lead pastors will do to the sons, but we are favored by the grace of God that we, we are experiencing something different, and that makes it to owe it ourselves. I mean, to uphold certain standards and to conduct ourselves in such a way that we do not disappoint them, and also we do not let down the work that God is doing in this place so those are my special greetings to you, sir. We love you and we believe in what you and mama are doing. Hallelujah. Let me tell you as well, as I came in this morning, I was marveling at the work that is going on, even on the building itself. And let me tell you, Mahopamat and Glorocorp, you, 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 you are the parent body. We as the campus, we look up to you. When things are happening in your place, we get encouraged and our dreams and our aspirations also, they get into another level because we see what is happening in the capital city. So continue doing this good work, sponsoring it in all the way. This is an investment that will serve the nations and the generations even in many ages to come. Hallelujah. I'm passing to you also the greetings from the Tembisa campus uh, self as well. Uh, we, we love you and we believe that the Lord is taking us into higher dimension. So I'm asked to come and minister today as I greet the pastors, the elders, and everyone that is in this place. I believe that God has set up for another great time this morning that as we continue uh, in, in, in this journey, we realize something, even as I greet those who are joining us online, that God has appointed us for salvation. It is very good to note that and to ground yourself in certain truth as even my brother Undala was saying, sometimes we, 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 we listen to other things that are taking us away. But there are clear truths in the Bible that if we stick unto them, 
We will not be dismayed. We will not be uh, lost. One of those truths is that, beloved, God has appointed us for salvation. No one here is appointed for destruction or for condemnation, but God has appointed us for salvation. Praise the Lord. And this platform, Fundisi, always become heavy, your pulpit. I was telling the pastors yesterday while we encountered, I said, hey, Mina, this weekend I'm assigned to Chlorocop, and you know, if you're going to preach in Chlorocop, you dream. <laughs> and you're not going to dream being on time, you dream being, you dream being late, you dream uh, having lost your notes, you know, some of the things. Because we respect where God has put you, and uh, you know, we, we never take it for granted. So even worse, this time, oh, um, I have to open the theme of um, October, you know. So the, the, the Lord becomes more and more, but you learn to trust in God who gives everyone the ability to do anything. So the parents have informed us that as we labor in this month of October, which is the 10th month, the month of responsibility. Number 10 speaks of responsibility. So as we come in this one, we are speaking about gaining ground. The thing of this month is gaining what Bazalwane ground. Because when you, gain, when you gain ground, it means you are making up for the lost time. You know, as the year was progressing, coming to this stage, you know, there are challenges that we face in life. There are distractions that we face in life. But this is a time where you are not putting tools down. This is not the time where you throw the towel because a believer does not throw the towel. A believer does not give in. God never rewards people who give in. In the Bible, when you read the Bible, you will never find any quitter that made it. Tough as times may be, but we are not aware of a quitter. Someone that gives up, that found a breakthrough at the end. It is though the Bible says, imitate those who through faith and patience, they receive the promises. It is through faith and what, Bazalwane, and patience. So let us gain our crown. It means we push on. It means we advance. It means we accelerate. Otherwise, we are picking up speed here. You know, when, when, the, tough, it, 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 when the going is tough, you mean you pick up speed. When, when, when we prepare for, for the race, sometimes they tell us you have to dig deep. You know, that's where you know that when your body doesn't want to, to do it, you know, even your mind, but you go deep and, and, and dig in and say, I am going to the finish line. So this is what you are doing in this time. We are moving forward. It means we are shaping up. I mean, when you, when you are aligning for a breakthrough, you need to shape up, and it means we are sharpening ourselves, sharpening our skills. Are we together, Bazalwan? Allow me then that as a first sermon of this uh, theme, I minister to you on this topic that says step forward. Step forward. And I, I've uh, uh, derived this from the text that we are going to read even this morning as you mark in your Bible, in your Bibles, what is marked in the book of Mark chapter 3. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 3, we are going to read from verse 1 to 3. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And he entered, that is Jesus, and he entered the synagogue again. And a man was there. You know, it, it's amazing that the Bible is able to, I'm out of the multitudes, and zoom into just one person. So a man was there who had a withered hand. So 
They watched him closely. They are watching Jesus. Whether he would heal him on the Sabbath so that he might, they might accuse him. And he said to the men who had the withered hand, step forward. May the God bless the reading of his word this morning. I want us to focus on this character that the Bible is introducing this morning, a man with a withered hand, a man with limitations, a man who has a disadvantage. And this man is there among many. I don't know how many times and how, for how long he has been following Jesus. I don't know what was his aim to be at that service or that place in that day. However, according to the work of the Holy Spirit, we are zooming to this man. And Jesus is about to perform a miracle in this man. I assume that he was born with that withered hand. Maybe also like the woman with the issue of blood, he had tried some of the things, but they never worked. Probably he was coming here also just to watch this Jesus. Maybe with, not without that much expectation that day. But God says to this man, now I'm about to perform a miracle to you. You need to gain ground. I need you to step forward. Now I want you to understand that when a man steps forward, when this man, the Bible is, is emphasizing in verse 3, Jesus said to the man with a withered hand. So he is still with a withered hand. But step forward. Because when God is going to work in your life, you need to leave what is ordinary. You need to leave what we are used to. You need to make a certain change. And let me tell you, he's not calling for his clothes. He's not calling for his friend, friends, but he's calling for the man himself. He say, you need to do what? You need to step forward. Now, while I was doing the final year in university, this is a story that has stayed with me for many years. One of the professors that was teaching us told, told us about the project that they had. The project was to invent a shark repeller. You know, that fish in the sea, the shark that has got those sharp teeth, you know, something that can repel the shark. So they came with a concept and they built a shark repeller. When they've built the shark repeller, they needed to test the shark repeller. The, the reason that you laugh, you know what must happen. Somebody must get inside the shark repeller and the shark repeller must be thrown in the midst of the sharks. Now, he was saying at the time the project is on hold because there is no one who can step forward and be in the shark repeller. Nobody can step forward. The shark repeller is there. All concepts, all engineering, all physics that can be understood has been put on it. But the question is, who will step forward? Let me tell you, in this life, we pray. In this life, we come to the altar. In this life, we do this and that. And say, God, I'm expecting a miracle. God, I'm believing you for a miracle. I know that you are the God who does the impossible. I know that you are the God who meets all my needs. 
according to your riches in glory. But the command from heaven today is step forward. Because if no one is stepping forward, the miracle is not going to happen. Although the shark repeller was designed, although the shark repeller was there next to the ocean, but there was no man that could step forward and get into the shark repeller. May it be today that your shark repeller is not going to lie dormant because you cannot step forward. Today, it's not about your business. Today, is not about your children. Today, is not about your parents. Today, is not about your job. Today, is not about your this and this. It's about you. Men with a withered hand, while you are disadvantaged, while your hand is withered, God is calling you to step forward and gain your ground. And to, this morning, I'm, gonna, I'm going to be speaking to you. I've got some points that we're going to go through where I believe God's saying we must step forward to and different people will feel covered in different points. Amen. Hallelujah. Malbonka Malengos, are you with me this morning? Maybe you're asking yourself, why should I, I, I step forward? Because you need to gain ground. And if in life, if you want to live in the new level, if you want to do what Bazalwane, live in the new level. You know what you must do? You must eat in the new level. Let me tell you again. If you want to live in the new level, you must eat in the other level. The things that we eat, whether physically or spiritually, they define the level we are in. If you go and look at the bodybuilders, they don't eat like you. When now, Obam buy a piece of chicken and a bulk of salad. Them, when they go to the chicken, they need it whole as it is. And they teach it a lesson. <laughs> Why? It's the level that they want to. You go to any sport person, they've got a diet, a strict diet that they follow because they need to be in a certain level. If you want to change the way your body looks, you have to change the way you are eating because everybody lives in the level that he is eating. There was a time, my wife can tell you, I was tired of a thin body. Because at home, even some of my, of my brother's sons, they look bigger than me. So I've got this advantage of that I look like I'm still a boy. Then I wanted to, I wanted, I was eating nothing except beggars because I wanted to be big. But unfortunately, I didn't gain the body. I gained cholesterol and it didn't work. But if you want to live in the new level, eat in the new level. Now I'm speaking on the spiritual things and speaking on the spiritual matters here. Let me tell you, now, these are the things that we need to step forward. Daniel, when they went to Babylon, they say, we want the level of God. We, not, we want the level of the king. We're not going to eat the king's portion. We want a certain diet because we want a certain level. Now, let me cover these things and then we close for today. Some people, they need to step forward in terms of the position. Where you are. You cannot gain ground. Where you are, you cannot advance. Where you are, you cannot succeed. Some of the places or some of the environment where you are in, 
God allowed it because of certain circumstances. But for God to perfect his plan in your life, you need to change position. You need to move position. Let me tell you, the children of Israel, when there was famine in Canaan, they went and lived in Goshen, in Egypt. But when, Joseph, when Jacob was going to Egypt, God says, there comes the time where I will call you out of this place. I will bring you up again. So when you stay in Goshen, you are staying in a place of compromise. Yeah. It's a place of settlement for a particular season, but you need to change position because while you are in Goshen, God's plan cannot be perfected. And now many believers are sitting in Goshen. When, when, when God is sending Moses to liberate them, God is not going to liberate them in Egypt. God is not going to liberate them in Goshen. And God is calling them out. You know where they are going. Where are they going? Where are they going, Bazalwan? Exactly, to the desert. They are not going to the promised land. They are going to the desert. That's what we do not want in this place. Today, when we speak about the wilderness, when we speak about the desert, it's like, no, it's, it's a curse. A desert is not a curse. When you have been in that place of slavery, if you can be taken into the promised land, immediately you're going to die in the promised land. There are things that are inside you that they are going to kill you when you land into the promised land. But we need to go to the wilderness, a place of reshaping, a place of rethinking, a place of change, the wilderness. God didn't, didn't say, it, uh, Moses, go to Pharaoh, tell my people, release them, I want them to come. He said, let them go and worship me in the wilderness. You're going to worship in the wilderness. Uh, uh, and something that happens is, we all hear the call of God. God is calling me to a better place, to a better environment. And God says, let us move. When we start moving with God, and then we see the wilderness in front of us, we say, That's why for so many years, we are encircling in the same place, because we have avoided the wilderness. Look at this, Moses. Moses is a shepherd. The Bible says he takes the flock and is moving to where? To the back of the wilderness. That's where his life was changed. Moses experienced change because he has experienced the wilderness. You know when he saw the pending bush. When the children of Israel went out of Egypt and they were going to, they were in the wilderness. There is a vast difference between Moses and the rest of the children of Israel. Why that difference? It's because Moses has been in the wilderness. His life has been changed. They've never been in the wilderness. People that have never been in the wilderness, when is their experience? When they, when they experience the harshness of the wilderness, they said it was better in Egypt. They prefer to go back rather than having them dealt with. Moses, even himself, remember that God nearly killed him. But he experienced his change where Bazalwane in the wilderness. Let me tell you. When Jesus came, when Jesus did was come. When he came. The first time we hear the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus. What happened? You don't know. Let me tell you. 
He led him to the not to the temple. He will let him where? To the wilderness. To be tempted by who? Because you pass. You have to pass. You have to pass your wilderness. You hear me, Vazalwan? You have to pass your wilderness. David. He doesn't, he was not born to the throne. His first, his meeting, you know where that lion and a bear was? It's what he experienced in the wilderness. And he writes his psalm and says, Lord, your word, your word shakes even the wilderness of Kadesh. Because he has been there, that's why he's getting transformation. So I'm here to tell you, said some of you, at this time you need to step up of that comfort zone that is taking you to nowhere. But you need to understand that you have a season to go through the wilderness. It's not a case. As long as you go with God, it's okay to go to the wilderness with God rather than staying here with no God. As I reposition, God says then now when you get to Deuteronomy 8, he said, these 40 years I've been with you in the wilderness. I wanted to humble you and teach you that men shall not live and bread alone. He says, look at you. In these 40 years, your ankles were never solid. Your garment never worn out. I look at my shoes here. They're not even six years. They're not even five years. Say, Jagil, there's 40 years. They not. That's the reason we are alive today. This thing has scared you, but you have never died because I want to show you. I've appointed you for salvation, and it is not for that, but it's a time that you step forward. Number two, we need to step forward in prayer. Number one, you step forward in position. Number two, you step forward in Bazalwan in prayer. Let me bring you church of God. Life is won and life is lost in prayer. Life is won or lost in prayer. If you lose your ground in prayer, you are losing your life. We are here, and allow me to say this, we are not a praying church. I know what I mean, but you are praying, you know, but I want you to, 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 to get this lesson. There are some of the things that we, we are doing wrong. Not a, I'm not speaking about hope restoration, I'm speaking about believers. Yeah. I'm sure. If we can come Tuesday afternoon, we are less than this. We intercession. Because we have left things and said, we are using the term intercessors. God has not called intercessors to pray. He has called the church. The believers is called to pray. We are losing ground. Even as we see things in our nation going this way, it's because somewhere even in the spirit, we have lost ground. If you read the Bible carefully, you will never hear where the intercessors were gathered. You hear where the church was gathered and the church was praying. But we have lost ground in praying. We need to step forward. In, in, in certain cases, it's not even the church. You as an individual, you have lost ground in praying. And you need to step forward. Some of the things that you, you need, the church annual prayer sessions cannot help you. The intercessors at the church, they cannot help you because this thing needs you personally. 
God is interested in every person personally. You need to step yourself forward. You need to go through this wilderness yourself. You need to step forward in prayer. Amen. There are people that will not be fasting until fasting Step forward. Remember, prayer was not given for the church only. Prayer is given for the individual. There are so many limitations that they are going on in your family. All that we need, all that the family needs is someone that's going to step forward in prayer. Someone that's going to take things with prayer and, 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 and fasting. Let me tell you, here is the word of God, Matthew 17, verse 21. Jesus speaks, says, however, this kind of power that moves the mountain, that kind of power that throws mountains into the sea, does not come out except by prayer and fasting. There are things, hands can be laid on you. Intercessors can gather in the room and stand in for you. They will never happen until you wrestle yourself. You appear before God yourself. The Bible speaks that when Peter was in prison, the church was praying. It was not the intercessors. The church was praying. We cannot win some of the things. We cannot scan some of the crown if, if we have lost it in prayer. So some people here, all that they need to do today is to stand up and step forward in prayer. Restore prayer in your love, in your life. Love prayer in your life. It's not, you know, in, in, in God, I always like to say, in God is not only one thing. There is not only one thing. If someone comes and says, tell me only one thing that I can do and then I will be fulfilled. There is not one thing. It's many things. One person said, Lord, tell me what's the greatest commandment in the Bible. Jesus said, you should love the Lord with all your it didn't end in the heart. And with your mind or your soul. And with your, you don't know the verse. <laughs> and he says, there is another one. Equivalent to that, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So there is not one thing. There is not one thing. We need to bring all these things into their position. Let's move forward in prayer. Move forward in, 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 in position. The Bible says the fervent prayer the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And let me read this one as I close. The book of Jude, chapter 1. He says, But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken to you by the apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they told you that there will be a mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. But you, beloved, but you, beloved, but you, beloved, Building yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost or in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourself in the love of God. Are we together, Bazalwan? Give a round of applause unto the Lord. Yes. Step forward in position. Yes. Step forward in prayer. Yes. Step forward in patience. Yes. In God is not only one thing. Prayer without patience is a failed project. Prayer without patience is a failed project. If you pray and you cannot wait, is a failed project. Prayer and patience, they are twins. 
James chapter 1, I'm reading. Let me start from Luke. Luke 18, verse 1. Then he, Jesus, spoke to them. Oh, sorry. Then he spoke a parable to them. That men always ought to pray and not lose heart. The thing that must happen always is that people are praying and they do not lose heart. Now, I know what is to lose heart because I've lost heart. I'm standing here before you. Do not think that I've prayed and every time I pray, I was encouraged and I say, yes, God is doing it. Sometimes I feel like it's not, it's not for me and I give up. But that's not what I'm called to. I'm called to pray and never lose heart. I must pray always and wait and be able to be patient in God. James chapter 1, when you read verse 2 and up to 4, says, my brethren, count it all joy. Nobody's going to count it joy. It's you. When you fall into various trials, in other words, when you go through the wilderness, you have to count it joy yourself. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Before you can get to a stage where you lack nothing, you have to exercise patience. If you do not exercise patience, you're, not, you're gonna give up and you're not gonna harvest. Imitate those who, through faith and patience, they inherited the promises. Some of the things we wait 20 years, some of the things we wait 25, some we, uh, 25 years, some five years, some two years. There, there was a time I always tell of, of this testimony. A brother came to me, told, told me his testimony about the pastor. I said, Whoa, when I needed a pastor, I just found this, this office. And then they, they just gave me a pastor right then. I took a text and I went and I signed a form that was done. I said, here's the number, phone them. I phoned them. They said to me, did you apply? Now, in, 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 his, in his testimony, there was no, did you apply? You know. Now, I have to exercise faith and patience. Cutting this long story short, it took more than six months for me to get the pastor signed. To him, it was not even an hour. But you need to exercise patience. Beloved, today, we are lacking in exercising patience. We want things quick. But God is calling some people to step forward in patience here. Romans 12 verse 2 says, Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. In what was that one? Not in comfort. In tribulation, you must be patient. In tribulation. God doesn't hide tribulation. He says they will be there. He says you will receive in this life houses and things, but with persecution. But in tribulation, be patient. Step forward with patience in tribulation. When Satan has come to you and say, give up, it's a 10 month of the year. Start dreaming about 2024 now. 2023 is nothing for you. You exercise patience. When Joseph is about to make the king in Egypt or the prince in Egypt, three hours, he's a slave as he was three years before he's appointed them. When it's two minutes before he's called to Pharaoh, he's a slave as he was six months before they call him to Pharaoh. When it is one minute before they come in, he's still a slave as he was three months back. But suddenly, after he stepped forward and interpreted the dreams, he's a prince. All that you need to do, even when it, fe it feels like God is quiet, it feels like nothing is moving, exercise patience and say, I'm going to hold on to this God. I'm going to stand with my withered hand. I'm going to stand even when there is nothing that is promising. But I want this thing through God. 
If God is not giving me, I'm not going to have it. If God is still delivering me, I'm not going to be delivered. If God is not saving me, I'm not going to be saved. But I'm going to stand. I'm stepping forward in my patience. Are you good this morning? Yeah. Let me give you the next one. Number one, set position. Step forward in position. Step forward in prayer. Step forward in patience. You need to step forward in praise. You need to step forward in what was alone. If your praise is the same as anybody else, you haven't moved forward. If your preaching is not advanced to anybody else, you haven't stepped forward. It's not a competition, but it is accomplishing. This stepping forward is not in competition, but it's in accomplishing that which God has called you to. You need to step forward in praise. Now, listen what the word of God says in Hebrews uh, chapter 13. We are speaking about heartfelt praise here. People in these days, they do not know what is to experience the touch of God. We are so formal. And sometimes we go through the program without even reaching God. There is nothing wrong with the program. Even God has a program. He says everything has its own time. But in the program of everything having its own time, you need to encounter God. You cannot come at church and just say, I'm expecting, I know there will be three people that is going to lead three songs in praise. After that, someone is coming in worship. Ask yourself this question. If today we can transcribe in other words, taking from what you are singing and saying and make it no written notes. What did you say to God today? On the songs that you are saying here, what did you say to God? On this, if we can transcribe, what is the script that can come out of what you said today? That's a praise that we are talking about. Stepping up and, and be intentional to say this is what, these are the praises that I'm lifting to God. This is what I'm saying to my God. Because, you know, the greatest breakthrough is when God touches your heart. Some of the things that you are struggling to do, some, things of, uh, some of the things that you are struggling to, to, to exhibit or to show up, when God has touched you, you're not going to struggle anymore. You know, when David bends before the Lord, you know, the others, were, it was looking like something shameful and like the king cannot do this thing. But because of the, what was in David's heart, there was praise in David's heart. Because he has been in the wilderness, he knows what is happening. He's not looking and, 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 and like, even when nobody's doing it, but he's saying, this is my God, I know what he has done for me. I'm not going to hold myself because of the other people. I'm going to step forward in praise. Because truth be told, Bazalwan, as we are here, we are not in the same seasons. But the Bible calls you to go according to the season you are in. The Bible says, is anyone among you suffering? The Bible doesn't call for the elders if you are suffering. Read the scripture carefully. If you are suffering, you don't call the elders. The Bible says, pray. Step forward in what was alone in prayer. If, if, if in your suffering, you say, I've lost strength to pray, you are not yet suffering. The day you are suffering, you will, you will be like Hannah. You will step forward in prayer. 
You will be like Jesus in Gethsemane. It says he prayed even until his sweat was thick like blood. It's because suffering has come. If you could say, it's just a discomfort. When suffering has come, you have no option. You will call the heavens. When the Bible says, if anyone is suffering, let him pray. It's because God knows that even in the times of suffering, there is capacity and there is capability to pray. Step forward. Says, if anyone among you is joyous, let him sing praises. If anyone is sick, there's a one who calls the elders. They lay hands on him. But you who is suffering, you need to step forward and receive your things. Let me give you the last one and then we are closing. You need to step forward in peace. The peace of God that surpasses all the understanding. You know, sometimes you can do this and pray and wait, but your understanding messes you up. My understanding is messing me up. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding because my understanding is going to mess me up. But for me, not to lean in my own understanding, I have to allow the peace of God. That surpasses all the understanding. If you are not doing this, tomorrow they are coming to repossess this. Lord, you know. Lord, you will take care of me. Even if this one can go, but you will take me like Shetrek, Meshach, and Abednego. Even when they are leading them to the fire, they are in peace. Lord, we know you will save. Even if you do not save us, but we would have stood and say, we cannot bow into this thing. This one doesn't work. We know you are the God that works. You are the God that is real. Then the peace of God is guarding their hearts. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, so, says, do not be anxious of anything, but by prayer supplications with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all the understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And say, I'm standing in this. Did you learn something this morning? Were you reminded of something this morning? As I'm going to be handing over to Mfundis, I'm saying to you, step forward. It's a time for you to step forward. You have come in this auditorium. Maybe you, 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 you have sat in that chair. You have been in that position for, for too long and all these things. But God is calling you to step forward today. Some people, you need to step forward in position. Some people, you need to step forward in prayer. Some people, you need to step forward in praise. Some people, you need to step forward in patience. Some people, you need, you need to step forward in peace. Because there is anger. There is commotion that is happening inside of you. Even when Nkulunguru wants to do greater things inside of you. But there is that anger. There is that commotion. There is that upset. There is that agitation. But today... You're going to say, I'm going to embrace the peace of God. I'm going to cast all my burdens. I'm going to cast all my anxieties unto God. I'm stepping forward. I'm not, I'm not stopping in the same place. I'm gaining my crown. I'm stepping forward this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank come you. on, come on. Give it to Pastor Mtetwa.